On Saturday, as a mark of respect for the memory of Rosalind Carter, flags across the nation will be lowered to half-staff. The wife of former President Jimmy Carter, she passed away this week at the age of 96 after being previously diagnosed with dementia in May of this year. President Biden, in a Monday proclamation, highlighted her life's impact, noting her roles as First Lady of Georgia and the United States, where she embodied hope, warmth, and a steadfast commitment to addressing many of society's greatest needs. Jessica Oakley reporting. U.S. officials have confirmed that the U.S. military retaliated against Iran-backed militants in Iraq early Tuesday morning local time, following an incident where several troops were injured. The militants carried out a ballistic missile attack from a truck targeting U.S. forces stationed at Al-Assad Air Base in western Iraq. The attack left several service members with minor injuries. Pentagon Press Secretary Brigantine General Pat Ryder detailed the incident, noting that the missile strike by Iran-backed militias resulted in eight injuries and caused minor damage to the base's infrastructure, Benjamin Wright reporting. The House Republicans have issued a subpoena to a federal prosecutor who is involved in the criminal investigation into Hunter Biden, demanding clarity on what they allege to be Justice Department interference in the long-running case involving the president's son. Representative Jim Jordan, who chairs the House Judiciary Committee, has specifically called upon Leslie Wolf, the assistant U.S. attorney for Delaware, to make an appearance before the committee. This request is set for a deadline of December 7th. Liam White reporting. In a significant political development, Bob Vander Plaats, an influential evangelical leader in Iowa, has endorsed Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. This endorsement, given on Tuesday, is seen as a major boost to DeSantis's campaign efforts to win in the first state of the presidential primary cycle. While DeSantis still trails behind former President Donald Trump in early polling both in Iowa and nationally, his campaign gains momentum. Supporters in the faith community, referencing Vanderplatt's audience and influence, argue that his endorsement, alongside that from Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, will aid DeSantis in making significant inroads with the evangelical Christian voters in Iowa. Anna Parker, reporting. This is the latest news headlines. A recent ruling on Tuesday has found that a voter-approved gun control law in Oregon violates the state constitution, thereby continuing to prevent its implementation and casting doubt on the future of this contentious measure. This law, which ranks among the toughest in the nation, was one of the first significant gun restrictions passed in response to a major U.S. Supreme Court ruling last year. Kyle Norris reporting. Representative Anna Ishu, a Democrat representing parts of California's Silicon Valley, made a significant announcement on Tuesday, stating that she will not be running for re-election next year. This decision marks the end of her tenure in Congress, which has spanned more than three decades. Announcing her decision during the Thanksgiving season, Eshu expressed her heartfelt gratitude to her constituents in a video posted on X. Jamie Dabalos reporting. The U.S. Coast Guard announced on Tuesday that a considerable amount of oil, possibly as much as 1.1 million gallons, may have been discharged into the Gulf of Mexico. This incident is linked to a pipeline system located off Louisiana's southeast coast. While the affected pipeline has been shut down, authorities are still in the process of determining the exact location and cause of the leak. Officials during a Coast Guard news conference mentioned that so far none of the oil has reached land. Lawrence Keller reporting. In a major legal development, the Justice Department announced on Tuesday that cryptocurrency giant Binance and its CEO are pleading guilty to violations of U.S. anti-money laundering laws. In addition to admitting guilt, they have agreed to pay more than $4 billion in fines. 
Chung Peng Zhao, the founder of the company, appeared in a federal court in Seattle to enter his guilty plea. As part of his plea deal, he has agreed to resign from his position, acknowledging the company's failure to maintain an effective anti-money laundering program as required by U.S. law. Kevin Sanders reporting. And that's the latest news headlines with Alan Edwards. 